I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm Jake Thompson. I'm your host each week, and I am excited you're here. I don't know if it's your first episode, your 10th episode, or you've been with us for all 24, but I'm just thankful that you're here, that you're tuning in, you're investing 20, 30 minutes into making yourself better than yesterday, learning all you can, absorbing what we bring in from these guests, and then translating it to your life. It's something special, and and you're special because of your focus and your determination to be better and to improve on what you've done, to be thankful for how far you've gotten, but to be driven to do more and compete for more. And so I am incredibly grateful for you. This week, I get to welcome in Steph Godro of Stupid Easy Paleo, and more importantly, what we talk about today, the second annual Women's Strength Summit. <laughs> now, guys, don't tune out on me. We will be talking about the Women's Strength Summit, but guess what? You're invited to be there as well. Stephanie's built an incredible community and online summit that brings in some of the world's best speakers. Uh, and leaders, to be honest, in fitness, mindset, nutrition, and and everything across the board to give a very well-rounded look. Uh, So our female listeners, I highly, highly encourage you to check out the summit. We'll have links in the show notes. And I think after listening to Stephanie, you'll want to be all in. Men, don't count us out just yet. I am excited to actually tune in to part of this. And I think you will be too. I mean, I think there's a lot that we can learn from the women in our lives to understand a little bit more of what they're going through, some of the things that they deal with that we'll never personally experience, uh, but finding out ways we can support them during this process. And so without further ado, let me welcome in Steph Godreau. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Steph, how the heck are you? I am so good, Jake, and I'm so thankful that you had me back on the show. Appreciate it. I know. It. I know. Yeah, Steph was a guest on the Compete for the Best Life show, and we had a chance to dive into her story a little bit. But before we get rolling, I'm going to have her introduce herself, uh, Stupid Easy Paleo, and just how she got to this point today. Oh, my goodness. Um, how much time do we have? As I will, much as I'll you keep need. It sort of the, <laughs> I'll keep it sort of the short and sweet version and, and sort of fast forward through uh, to my like the beginning of my professional career. So I was a high school science teacher, chemistry and biology for 12 years. And, um, you know, part of me has always been a teacher and will always love being a teacher. But um, in about 2011, I started Stupid Easy Paleo just for fun. I, you know, I found the Paleo Diet in 2010, CrossFit later that year, and sort of a lot of these things in my life converged at the same time. And my life started to change in really amazing ways that I, you know, I've dealt with things, and I'm sure we'll touch on this, like I've dealt with um, body image issues and, and body dysmorphia, and, you know, I've done every diet on the planet, and so long story short with that is that um, it really, like finding these things sort of all at the same time started to influence me in a lot of very, very, very positive ways. And for the first time in a really long time, I realized that the way I was feeling on a daily basis wasn't good and wasn't normal 
um, and, and there was a better way. So I started to incorporate eating better and, um, strength training and all sorts of stuff into my life. And gradually like this really strange chain of events started to happen. But looking back, you know, Steve Jobs always says, you know, looking back, you can connect the dots. Basically, um, you can't do it looking forward, but you can always do it looking back. And I started this blog. So I started stupid easy paleo in 2011 as a way to just share my recipes and I loved to cook. And a friend of mine was like, you should start a food blog. And so I was like, all right, sure. I mean, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I just picked a domain name and and started writing down my recipes and sharing it. And it started to take off and people would message me and say, you know, I want to, I want to learn about this thing. Like how, how can I do this? And so I, I found myself teaching people how to modify their diets and incorporate strength training and Right around that same time, I did this um, sort of mastermind by Don Fletcher, who runs Mentality Wad, and she, uh, we did this thing to sort of learn how to be a better CrossFit competitor. That was the that was the gist of it. And one of the things that came out of that was um, I was really unhappy with my career as a teacher, and so I changed schools. And I thought this is going to get better. I just need a change of environment. That didn't happen. And so that sort of planted the seed for me that teaching in a classroom wasn't where I wanted to be. Like something else, I was I was meant to do something different. I didn't know what it was. I mean, I had this like stupid easy paleo was basically like a newborn baby at this point. <laughs> so, you know, to, to make the leap and say, I'm just going to quit everything and start doing this full time seemed ridiculous. It's like enrolling your baby in college when it's two months old, you know, you're not going to choose a college for your kid, um, quite that soon. So, uh, you know, the next year and a half was me sort of exploring my options and preparing. And eventually, yes, um, June of 2013, I asked for a year leave of absence to leave the classroom and sink or swim with stupid, easy paleo. And here we are almost four years later, and this is what I do full time. So it's been a really interesting journey. Uh, it was incredibly scary. I am still scared all the time. Like I'm, you know, always like nervous and excited, but recently, you know, the things that I'm really interested in talking with people about, like diet is a gateway. Food is a gateway. Why? Because we all eat. It's a shared experience around the world. I mean, food is part of the human experience. And so connecting with people about food and helping them learn about nutrition is certainly a way to open the door. But in the last year, year and a half, I've started to sort of evolve in what I really love to do, which is to help people get stronger so that they can do things that they only ever dreamed of doing, whatever that is, run a marathon, try CrossFit for the first time, ask somebody on a date, ask for a raise, go on a trip around the world, start a family, buy a house. Like, I don't know, whatever it is people are super passionate about doing. And I know this will resonate with you because this is what you guys do as well is like just being the helping hand that gets people to say, okay, I really want to do this thing, but I don't want to feel alone when I'm doing it. Take my hand. And so what I find myself doing a lot now is yes, nutrition's an important component of being a healthy, well-rounded 
um, person who feels amazing every day, but it's not the be all end all. And I'm not even necessarily interested in talking with people about how to do a strict paleo diet. Like it's, it's one way, but it is not the only way. And so right now, yes, stupid easy paleo is my platform, but I'm really interested in helping people be harder to kill human beings, right? Mind, body, spirit, whatever that looks like for them. And so, and that's where I'm at right now. So it's been, (laughs) it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy journey and I'm just sort of like wherever I'm, I'm going next is where I'm going to go. I love it. No, and that's that's been the coolest thing from my vantage point of watching your just continued acceleration and growth. Like it's insane watching. It's so much fun to see you succeed is that your personal brand and and stepping out of just stupid easy paleo and this impact you want to make, seeing that just continue to blossom and grow and just the stuff you're doing between the podcast and and obviously your Women's Strength Summit that is coming up very soon. This is year two you'll be doing it. Is that right? Three. Yes, year two. Year two, okay. (laughs) Year two. And so what, (laughs) obviously this passion to help others kind of jumpstart areas of their lives that fear or uncertainty may have held them captive and and sitting at that starting line. What led you to just get in behind Mm. this and want to create this Strength Summit? It's a funny story. And <laughs> <laughs> I love you know, these. Like, looking back, um, again, it was sort of this I don't know. Again, I'm a huge believer in when you start to see convergence in your life of many different signs that are pointing you in a certain direction. And maybe it's just that you're aware of them now and they were there before and you weren't ready or they're newly uh, showing up in your life. I, you know, whatever the whatever the scenario. So a bunch of people, I actually remember this when I, when I left my job teaching, uh, in 2013, it was about a month later, I was sitting down at a barbecue, a 4th of July barbecue with, uh, Pete of Pete's paleo and his wife, Sarah, and a bunch of other people from the paleo community in San Diego. And they were like, what are you going to do with all your time now? And Sarah said something like, you should um, do a summit. That would be cool. And I was like, no way. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, it would be too hard. And so this idea of a summit was, you know, on it was out there sort of swimming around in my brain. But it was one of those things where I was like, I'm not talented enough. I don't know enough people. Um, it seems too difficult. Right. So there's always an excuse. And so fast forward to 2015. And I was... Um, <laughs> I was just like in a business group on Facebook and I saw somebody post something about summits and right away, you know, I got like my little story, pulled my little story out. And, uh, I was like, you know, the health space is dominated already. There's no room for new people. And there was a guy in this group who happened to challenge me on it in a nice way. But he was like, why do you say that? And we had a really interesting back and forth in a conversation and I ended up, um, joining this sort of program to build virtual summits. And I was like, okay, you got my curiosity. (laughs) The fact that I have a lot of resistance around it probably means something right around that same time. I got an email from somebody who was creating a, a summit and wanted me to be a speaker. And the summit was for women. And, uh, it was along the lines of a women's fitness and strength summit. And when I went to the website, 
I saw at the top of the page in the header, I saw a shirtless guy and a bunch of pink stuff and strong as the new sexy. And I looked at the speaker list and more than half of the speakers were guys. This is a women's (laughs) summit. And I got so, I got so mad you know, it was one of those moments where I just like texted everybody I could. I was talking to my husband. I was like, can you believe this crap? Can you actually believe this? Like, this is not what women want. It is not what we need at the moment. And so I just got really angry. And it took probably a, a week or two before I sat down and sort of had a conversation in my own head that was like, if you don't like it, then do something about it. You know, if you're, if this angers you so much, what are you going to do about it? And that was really the impetus behind, that was sort of the solidifying moment of, okay, it's on, we're doing this. And I sort of sat down and brainstormed, what would I want this event to be? Um, And no offense to the guys out there, because there are some incredibly supportive men like yourself, like my husband, like uh, just so many of them, the, the guys I know in my life that are helping women improve the conversation. But you will never know what it's like to be a woman in a woman's position, right? And all the things yeah. that we, like you just, you don't, just don't know. And it's funny because I've had a couple of guys who've reached out to me and said, will you do a men's strength summit? And I'm like, no, I'm not a guy. I don't <laughs> know the first thing about your experience. Um, you know, maybe we could find somebody yeah. who would host this, this kind of event and, and do that, but I'm not a guy, right? So it was very important to me to have a woman's perspective so I decided to create the first summit online that was by women, solely by women, for women. And so I sat down and brainstormed every female I could think of who's out there in the world talking about the kind of message that I think we need to hear. And um, and don't get me wrong, there are I don't know everybody in the world, and I know that there are constantly women who are reaching out to me like I want to be part of this, and how can I how can I be part of it? And and I'm like, gosh, I didn't even know you were out there. <laughs> like that's so great to connect with you. But I looked in my immediate circle, and these are women that have influenced and inspired me along my journey. Dawn Fletcher, um, I mentioned being one of them, and she was part of last year's summit. I mean, gosh, I can just think of so many people who have been a part of this journey that I've been on and I've looked up to and been inspired by. And and I looked in my, you know, looked in my phone contacts, <laughs> looked at looked for people's phone numbers. And lo and behold, out of the, you know, we ended up with 30, I think 35 or 36 speakers last year. Out of those 35 or 36, I had a personal contact and connection with a majority of them. And And that to me said something, I was like, okay, I have this incredibly supportive circle of women around me and I want to bring their message to a a wider audience because right now we have this really crazy paradigm, right? We've never had more information. And I saw this with my students, right? So when I was a teacher, and this is, I'm talking about in like 20, you know, the, the, the 2010s, 2013, you'd assign a report 
or whatever, a project and the kids would just be like, you know, they wouldn't do it or whatever and have a billion excuses. And and it just sort of puzzled me because I was like, remember, and you'll get this, Jake, like we had to go to the library (laughs) and hope, cross our fingers and hope that the book that we wanted was in the library at the time. It wasn't checked out. So it, it, it became clear to me that we're overwhelmed with information that the the sheer fact of the amount of information is also a problem. Yeah. And so with this event, I you know I sort of thought about when you type something in Google, you're going to get millions of hits and you'll probably end up looking through the first page or maybe two depending on how good that person's SEO is. It doesn't always tell you the quality of the article, yeah. but hey, Right. And so you'll maybe scan through the first page or two looking for something that that's along those lines of what you're what you're trying to research. But it's so hard to know, like, is this quality? Is this what I'm looking for? Um, Do these people have my best interests at heart? You know, is this just junk? And so that's that was also part of the. The reason why I made the summit is like, let's bring, you know, you go to a museum if people do that anymore. (laughs) When you go to a museum and you see an exhibit, the exhibit has been curated, right? It's been collected and edited and assembled in a very thoughtful way, driving towards some main message or, uh, you know, something that the exhibitor wants to convey. And that's really what I wanted to do with this event is, is to bring these women who all have a similar, um, not not the same, but we are, we're all on the same page more or less to bring that to women and say, hey, if you want like the the good stuff, you want the the good information, the people who know what they're talking about, here's somewhere to get you started and and to bring that to people. And so this is about strength of body and mind and spirit. And it's interesting because so many people will. You know, maybe they've seen my Instagram and they're like, okay, well, Steph, you do CrossFit, which I don't actually really do CrossFit anymore, but I do train at a CrossFit weightlifting <laughs> gym. So, yeah. you know, I get a lot of comments like, you do CrossFit. I do a CrossFit workout probably twice a year. Um, <laughs> I just like to lift weights and then Sound sit down. Like That's primarily what I do. The others of us um, that have retired as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. And, um, Right now, I just don't like to go really fast. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so people will, will see that I post videos of weightlifting or I'm doing pull-ups or whatever. And they're like, I'm not into that. And I'm like, that's totally fine. I want you to be into what you like and the ways in which you can experience and investigate your own strength. So we have people, we have women on the summit who are yogis. We have women who are, you know, they're endurance athletes. We have women who are taking time off of training because they're healing their adrenals. I mean, the point of the matter is, is like people hear strength and they automatically want to associate that with like barbells. And they're like, barbells are scary. I'm not into that. But the thing is, is like when I first, first, first started thinking about the summit and I was thinking about doing a women's um, strength training summit. That's what I wanted to do and really center everything around strength training. And then the more I thought about it, and and you know this too, I could not for the life of me get away from the importance of and the influence of mindset, Yep. right, of um, 
nutrition, of sleep and energy, you know, energy sort of recovery of um, these greater issues, these societal issues, these this idea of tribe and community. I mean, it is the whole person. How do you how do you cut away every facet of the whole person and only really go toward one thing? And so, um, yeah, so it 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 wasn't in the, at the end of the day, it wasn't even a question. It was like this needs to be body, mind, spirit. This needs to be the whole person. This is what it means to be holistically well and healthy and investigating all aspects of what it means to be a strong woman. And um, so it doesn't just mean being a fire-breathing elite athlete. It doesn't just mean participating in one very narrow type of exercise. It doesn't mean eating a very specific type of diet. And I think you'll agree here is everybody, if you can find your own path to what makes you happy and what makes you well, then that's that's your own path and that is your own journey and that's fine. And Absolutely. that's, and I want people to experience that. And so I meet people when I'm out and about quite often, I was just at an event last, last month uh, at a CrossFit gym, but it was a, it was a mindfulness seminar. And I met these two wonderful women from here in San Diego. And one of the first things they did was like, I apologize for not doing CrossFit. And this happens to me quite often. <laughs> you know, I'm, I love running and I don't do CrossFit. One of them said, and when I looked at her and I looked in her eyes and I saw the, the absolute joy with which she talked about running, because I'm guessing that running wasn't just about running for her. Yeah. Right. It's a way for her to experience so many other things how can I deny that that's important to this woman? How can I say, no, you're wrong? And, and so that's sort of where I'm at right now is like, can we give people, specifically women, multiple entry points to this discussion, to this conversation about what strength means in your life, how you want to be strong? What are the things you want to experience? What are the things you want to investigate? And what are the things you want to learn about yourself? And I don't have the prescription. All I can do is give you lots of options and say, here are some of the smartest, most well-balanced, most well-meaning women who stand in integrity. And here's they're, they're going to help you learn. And that's all I can do. And so that's what I've done with this, this event now for two years is to assemble that group and then present it to the world and say, here you go. Like it's time to, it's time to go and see what you want to do with yourself. But ultimately it has to be open-ended for every person. And I, I, I can't give the prescription for being happy. Well, it's up to each person to figure that out. It is. And, and I love not only the quantity of people that you have speaking, but the quality and diversity you have in especially this year's lineup um, from top to bottom. And mm -hmm. so I'm curious from a personal perspective, what are you most excited about this year's summit going into the second year? Gosh, <laughs> so many things. You know, I'll say choosing uh, choosing who to include the last two years has been a challenge because 
I would love to include everybody from last year and then bring on new people. And I really want to make this yearly event an annual event. And so the way I've sort of structured it is that I brought back nine speakers from last year. And I think we have 14 or 15 who are new. So next year, I'll bring back some of the folks from last year and, and keep rotating people through so that we have new, uh, new voices and veterans alike. But I think the thing I'm most interested about this year is that I've really grouped the talks around a central theme each day. And, and last year I tried to do this, but it wasn't quite as clear. And as I've done my own work with Harder to Kill and the, the podcast and the challenge and um, now sort of working on a, a book proposal for some stuff, and I've had, I've had to sit down and work through this stuff on my own, is to really say, like, what matters to people and so the summit this year, every single day, there's a different theme. So it's nourishment, mindset, movement, women's health, empowerment, tribe, right? And so these idea, these like grander sort of themes and, and, and these talks are just ways to d you know, approach it from different angles I think I said six. I hope I did, but I really, um, I'm, I'm really extra excited about this Women's Health Day, um, which will be the Thursday of the event. And the reason I'm really excited about it is, yes, these are all topic. Like everything that is in the summit is related to women's health in some way, right? Body, mind, mm -hmm. spirit. But this year, so I, last year I heard a lot of feedback, and you know, the first time you do something you're, you're always going to do your best, but there are going to be blind spots. And so I've done, I've tried to do a better job with including more diversity of topics. And so I, I love this women's health day because it starts in the morning with talking about pregnancy and postpartum, and then it goes to teen girls. And so I have a friend of mine, a psychologist who works with teens is coming on to, to sort of say, how do we, how do we talk about teen, talk to teen girls about some of these issues the afternoon is going to be talking about sort of women uh, of reproductive age and hormones. And then we finish the day with a really amazing talk about menopause. And so I've really tried to, you know, like take this through a woman's life from beginning to end and say, you know, what are some of these things that like it or not, we're all going to face, you know, um, I'm going to, I am going to go into menopause. Like it's not something I can avoid and women who are already there. And so trying to very, um, trying to capture that in a very purposeful way. So I'm excited about that, but gosh, there's so many talks, like some of my favorite talks have to do with these, just these big issues that we're all facing in the world today. Um, women's issues, feminism, um, body image, how we show up in the world. Like it's just, it, it's so exciting to me that we can bring those topics literally into into women's living rooms and and they don't have to travel. Um, they can watch it for free and and just really trying to get this information into people's hands. And I mean, I know people in <laughs> marketing, you know, marketing, I mean, everybody likes to throw around, around the term life changing, but this is literally the term many, 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 many women have emailed me or written in social media is like, the 2016 summit was life changing for me. I continue to implement the things that I learned and it made me aware of so many of my own things that I wanted to work on, or it gave me hope. And 
I don't know. Like to me, that's just um, on one hand, it's a huge responsibility, but we were talking about this prior to recording is like, now that I've sort of gotten my own stuff under control and you know, I've been through this journey on my own is like, do I just sort of kick back and I'm like, all right, guys, hope, you, hope you're able to, you know, figure this out for yourself too is, is like, no, now that job that I become the the person who is going to help people learn. And so there's a really interesting idea in teaching in education, right? You're either a teacher or you're helping people learn. And, you know, it's sort of this idea of like, you're filling the empty vessel um, or you're sort of allowing people to kindle that, that spark, right. That knowledge there, that their own pursuit. And so, yeah, it's great to be like, okay, here's how, here's what macronutrients are and here's how you find energy balance and here's how you can have better sleep hygiene. But really this journey is about helping women learn their own way. And, and I think that's, that's to me very, very, uh, it's very exciting. It's also incredibly humbling because I constantly meet people and I'm like, I'm just a normal person. <laughs> I swear, you know, Jake, Jake into my living room right now, there's like a vacuum on the floor. Uh, there's like, you know, mugs on the table. This is just me doing what I can to sort of give back and, and recognize that I've been through I've been through the fight. I've been through the process. Uh, every day is not perfect, but my my way of giving back is to do events like this and to coach women and to help them learn their own way through this process. I love that. And, and I want to ask you about something you just said there about going through the fire and just kind of that everyday, sometimes everyday struggle. Some you know We win some days, we lose some days, but it's about constantly coming back and, and trying to improve upon the victories or rebound from the failures in that constant pursuit of, of our focus and purpose. And so what, from your perspective or your experience on a day-to-day basis, do you do to work toward that kind of ever-moving horizon, that continual mm. pursuit um, of self-improvement so that you can be of more service? I think for me, it starts with and I'm totally guilty of this. And I don't know if it's just the fact that I'm getting very close to 40. Um, I'm 38 now. Uh, so I don't know if 10 years ago I would have been in this position because I think with youth comes in many cases. And it did in my case, the like, I know exactly what the answer is. And like, <laughs> I know everything and this is the best way and rah, rah, do this thing and you're going to be fine. And I think what's important for me and what, comes up in my life every day now is the mindset of I don't know anything I don't I don't have all the answers I am not the guru I am constantly aware now that I have so much to learn And I think that that open-mindedness, the willingness to ask questions, the willingness to look at myself critically and say, on one hand, let me honor who I am. And on the other hand, how could I do better? You know, I think there's a balance to be struck between those two things. But really 
it, honestly, having the humility to sit back and say, I don't know anything about X issue. Let me listen. Let me learn. Let me look into it. Let me find someone's point of view. And knowing that if I feel really triggered by something to immediately go, no, that's the way it is. Right. Or like, you know, you get those reactions. We call it in our household, we call it the lady doth protest too much, which is a (laughs) quote from Shakespeare is like those issues where you feel your conviction rising to such a point that everyone else is wrong and you're right. And that's just the way it is. And they're stupid. And, you know, they should just listen to you. Like those are, those are the things that require a little bit more awareness. And so for me, it's been getting aware of those feelings, becoming open, more open-minded or trying to at least hear others' points of view. And it's very interesting when I talk with people now about nutrition and fitness and stuff, and uh, I'll do webinars and stuff like this, and everybody always wants the answer. And I'm like, my favorite answer is now it depends, (laughs) (laughs) right? It depends. And um, I think for me to be able to stay more open-minded to learn all as many sides of an issue as I can. And more often than not, nowadays, I find myself thinking, I see where this other person has a point. I see where this thing could be correct. Um, for, you know, strength is not just, there's a really interesting, this really interesting idea of duality for me of like, everybody thinks that strength is just like adrenaline and sweating and raw, raw and like veins popping out of my head and (laughs) squatting a thousand pounds and like fire and like the, the young, right? Like the yin yang is like the young, the, the energy, the intensity. And to me nowadays, like, I think it's very, very important to see how strength is only possible because we also have the opposite. And it's okay to go slower. It's okay to quit. It's okay to um, do all of these things that we associate sometimes with weakness, especially in um, Western culture, you know, to take time off, to rest, to be quiet, to go inward. We can only, sorry, we're on a very busy street with lots of sirens. Um, You know, we can only know strength because we know the opposite. We, we can only know dark because we know light. We can only know um, those, you know, those, those things that have ver- a, a ton of duality. And so I think being able to see both sides is so, so important and, you know, not take yourself too seriously. I don't know about you, but have you ever been, those, been out in like a really big nature, really big expanse of nature? And you're just like, I am a tiny ant first time i stood on the edge of the grand canyon right yeah you're like i i am so insignificant yet yet i also have great power within me oh. i have the power to um you know in this case have a a public platform and speak about things that matter to me and again like that duality is so so important is that we realize um what's true for one person is absolutely not true for another. And 
we have to be open to people's experiences and the way they they see life and how they see these different issues. And so that's really been my challenge lately is can I put myself in other people's shoes and can I learn from them? And it's so, it's so humbling. It's so, so, so humbling. But I think that that's been a really necessary part of this journey for me. And, and so that's sort of what's on my mind a lot these days. I love that. And, you know, and, and you struck a chord with me because one of the things I've been talking about wrestling with lately is the idea of, of rest. Because, And I think we had a discussion the last time we were on the show about the 24-7 hustle and you got to go, 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 go. And, and, you know, for obviously compete every day, everybody's like, oh, you got to be going. And I'm like, well, actually, it's more the idea of like being productive and investing those energies so that when you have you you take that rest day like you've gotten to the point where you've exhausted yourself to a degree in certain pursuits and then you rest like it's an essential part of strength training as well as any other life pursuit of having that recovery and that rest to refill your yeah. tank um and Absolutely. yeah it's it's crucial and and I think a lot of people miss that aspect and I'm I'm glad pieces of the strength summit are going to be on that sleep and recovery and things Mm -hmm. that a lot of our culture glorifies not having. Um, But the rest Mm -hmm. of the world kind of looks on us like we're fools. Like, what do you mean in Europe, they take vacations for months at a time. And in America, it's like, no, I never take a break. I never take a vacation. That's a, that's good for us. And you're like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Yeah. And especially, you know, as women, again, um, I know a lot of men that work really hard, but from from a woman's perspective and sort of in the traditional sense, you know, many women are the caretakers of the home. They're also working. They're expected to hold it together, to be the glue. And I just, I hear from so many women who are like, can I just have permission to not right now? Can I just slow down, stop, um, take some time, take a breath. And it's amazing to me that the pressure in in many ways is self-generated, however, is also reinforced by societal messaging and, and the things that we're exposed to. And so it's a really, so many women, um, they're trying to give from themselves, uh, as basically an, you know, an empty vessel, an empty, an empty cup and, you know, taking time for ourselves is seen as selfish and self-centered and, um, not noble. And you're not a martyr if you're not giving every last bit or ounce of energy. And certainly, I mean, as a business owner, you know, doing an event like this, there is a bit more work that has to be done at these points because these launches are happening and, and we're getting things out into the world. But, it, it's so amazing to me how um, there are, are there are just people who are like you need to you need to keep pushing no matter what you need to keep going and I'm like I get that like giving up easily isn't what I want people to experience. However, you again have to understand that there is somebody out there who has been giving every last ounce. And it's completely empty. And this is, right, this is burnout. This is um, systemic shutdown. This is depression. This is, these are real things that are seriously affecting people. So for every person out there who gives up too easily, there is a person out there who needs permission to give up and just 
slow down. And so again, you know, um, I think it's Niels Bohr who is famously quoted as the opposite of a great truth is also true. And so this is why in the health space and the nutrition space, I mean, we talk in these broad brush strokes a lot of times, there's always going to be an exception to the rule. And again, this is where people have to get quiet and they have to think about themselves. They have to get in touch with their bodies and what their bodies are telling them. I mean, you are the, you have the power to do that for yourself, but you've got to just, you got to chill for a minute and say, <laughs> you know, what does this, what do I need right now? And, and I think that's really, really important. I love it. So unfortunately for myself and the other men who wish we could attend and, and be a part of this, mm. uh, we're obviously going to miss out, but I know there are a ton of people listening that have been just eating this up thinking like, when mm. is this summit? Where is this summit? How can I get connected? Uh, yeah. One, how can they find the summit? And then two, how can they find and connect with your rock star self online? Absolutely. And I would like to say we did have men who listened last year All right. and men and men are, you're invited. All right. You're not going to see, you're not, talks will not be tailored necessarily <laughs> to your experience. However, however, you know, I know a lot of, there is a perception that to be um, a supporter of women and to be a feminist is to completely ignore the male experience or to downplay the male experience. And I want to say that, again, like we cannot be wholly well without you guys like literally we can't like we are not on this planet by ourselves and and we need the support of men in our lives as well and last year i did hear from guys who were coaches um they have female clients they are husbands who are like i want to understand what my wife is going through they're concerned friends they are gentlemen who are like again they're open minded they're like let me get this perspective and see how I can support the women in my life that I really do care for. And so, yes, if you're a guy, please come along for the ride. All right, fellas, um, you heard it. See what's see what's happening, and and stay open minded to these experiences that women are sharing because it's again, it's only through hearing more perspectives that we start to gain a little bit of understanding about the fact that these issues are very complex. So. Um, with that in mind. <laughs> no, man, we're find, invited. Listen yeah, up. Yeah, you're, um, you can grab a free ticket to the event. Uh, it's very easy to sign up. It is at womensstrengthsummit.com, all one word. And I'll send you uh, the 2017 playbook, which also gives you a summary of who's talking and when. It's going to be happening live from May 15th to the 21st. And when you sign up for a free ticket, I'll send you the links to watch on those days. And so you can tune in as interviews are going live. So that's where you can find the women's strength summit. And then if you want to get sort of what's in my brain about being harder to kill and all this other stuff, um, that's at stupideasypaleo.com. Fantastic. And yes, everyone go check it out. We will have links posted out with the podcast. So you can click the link and go sign up. Um, But I think it's going to be an incredible experience And, and talking to a few people that we're in it last year and, and spoke last year. Uh, it's a really, really cool event. Steph, you should be incredibly you. proud of what you've created. 
uh, and of the impact you're making. And and we appreciate it at at Compete and our team just appreciates you and all the work you do to, to influence and impact others. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us this week. It was an absolute pleasure. That's it for another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. I I appreciate you as a listener. I appreciate each member of the Compete community, and I'm glad that you tuned in this week, and hopefully you found some value in what we shared and who we brought on and just all the types of content we're out sharing. So if you got feedback, like I said, shoot us a note directly to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Connect with us on social media. Say hi. Tell us you found the podcast. We love connecting with new members of the community. We want to welcome you. Uh, We want to find ways to connect you and equip you with ways that you can be better than yesterday. Have a great week. Don't forget, you can always tune into the show at betterthanyesterdaypodcast.com or we drop new episodes every Tuesday at 5 a.m. on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.